0: And welcome to the All Things Education podcast, where we learn tips and tricks to achieve our best in secondary and tertiary education. I'm your host, Mary Coleman. And today in this episode, we are going to be discussing how to deal with procrastination. Because let's face it, procrastination is something that so many students constantly struggle with. It is so easy to be on your phone instead of studying. And believe me, when I procrastinate against doing my studies, I will do anything to avoid it as always i am super excited for this episode today and i hope you guys are as well i'm even more excited for this episode today because we are going to be speaking to kate christie the founder and director of time stylers she is such an amazing lady and i cannot wait for you to hear her words of wisdom i cannot wait to get started so let's get educated Alrighty, guys. So let us introduce the amazing guest for today. To talk to us about procrastination, we have Kate Christie, founder and director of Time Stylers. Now, you may have heard of this wonderful lady. She's based in Melbourne and Kate Christie is a time management expert, international speaker, and a best-selling author. I told you she was amazing. So Kate shares proven productive strategies to find and harness 30 hours of lost time a month. Could you imagine having 30 more hours to be more productive and do the things you love? I definitely couldn't, but I would love to find and harness those 30 lost hours. So Kate is also the time management expert for Australia's leading small business TV program and has actually also appeared on television, radio and in print as a leading commentator on smart time management strategies which we are going to be speaking about a little more in depth today. So welcome, Kate, to the All Things Education podcast. It is so great to have you on the show today. Oh, Mary, thank you so much
1: for inviting me on your fantastic podcast.
0: Oh, of course, Kate. No, it's amazing to have you on the show. Um, So I've already given you a bit of an introduction, but would you like to talk to us a little bit about the books you've written and what they focus on?
1: Yeah, sure. So um, my so obviously my focus is around productivity and time management. Mm. Um, my uh, I've written four books. My most recent book is called "Me First: The wow. Guilt Free Guide to Prioritizing You." Uh, it's probably it's not necessarily targeted at your audience. It's <laughs> That's more okay. A, a book for professional um, women and business, women business owners who are also mums. Mm. And so it really talks you through how it's important to take back time and actually do stuff for yourself as yes, well as for your kids. Yes, yes, um, of my previous books, um, particularly my third book, is is something that would definitely be of relevance to your listeners and it's, it's called Smart Time Investment and it's 128 ways the best in business use their time. Wow. And it's just 128 uh, little strategies to help you maximize your time and your productivity yeah cool. um, I guess one of the important things though for your listeners to understand is that when it comes to being productive and maximizing your time and rejecting procrastination mm. for example it's not about making sure you're working every minute of the day you right. know it's not it's not about saying well let's free up all this time so I can just work so much harder it's it's Definitely not about that. The whole idea, and and I guess all of the work I do is around making sure that you find time and and big chunks of time because time equals freedom. Mm. And and when you have freedom, you can kind of design and curate your perfect life. Definitely. So, you know, I got, I've, I'm got. i at the stage now, having worked on this for a while for myself, is, you know, you know, I've got all the time in the world that I need. I get to choose exactly what I want to do and when I want to do it yes. and who I want to do it with. <laughs> and that's, it's achievable for all of us. And, and and I guess that's what it's about.
0: Yes. Awesome. If I'm being totally honest, I definitely struggle with my time management as well. It's uh, something that's also going to benefit the listeners, but definitely me as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know I know, yeah. yeah,
1: look, I guess one of the things I, I'd say in terms of that is that you know give yourself a break, you know mm. cut yourself a bit of slack as well in yeah. terms of you know often um the people I speak to they say, oh, you know, I'm so bad with time management and I'm terrible with time management, yeah, none of us can manage time it, it's we've all got exactly the same amount of time um I've got the same amount as you, you've got the same amount as mm. your listeners, they've got the same amount as. Richard Branson and Elon Musk. Yes. It's it's how we invest our time that makes the difference. So if nothing else, you know, I want you to start thinking about your time the way you think about your money as a enormously precious, very limited resource mm. and we want to invest it for the greatest possible return. So just as if you suddenly found yourself with $10,000, mm. what are you going to do with it? How are you going to invest it? What are you going to spend it on? Let's think about time the same way what am I going to do with it what am I going to spend it on where am I going to
0: invest it? yeah wow and I think if we sort of like you were saying look at time as an investment and we kind of place the same amount of value that we place on it like we do with money we can totally change our mentality and just because time is something we can't physically see I guess it sort of becomes like just a concept that, you know, we waste time or we just use up time instead of investing in Absolutely. the time. Absolutely,
1: And it's more tangible that way, mm. isn't it? So every day you – Yeah, every day you wake up and you think, where am I investing my time today? For sure. And and then you can make better decisions. You don't just sort of waste time and you don't procrastinate. Mm. You're not that little hamster on the wheel just spinning
0: and spinning. Just keep spinning. yeah, Yeah, just keep spinning. Yes, I love that so much because you're sort of saying like we've got to break out of that cycle and that mentality of trying to think that we can manage time because we can't, as you were saying. And we have to try and, you know, invest in our time. Awesome. Okay, so what would you say the top three or so reasons are that people do procrastinate against doing something like studying, for example? Sure.
1: I think the number one reason is because it's just crap. <laughs> you know, it's just like, I don't want to study. I don't feel like doing that today or that I've got a thousand other things I'd rather be doing. And it just feels hard and it feels painful. Mm. So that's the number one reason is it's just... We're putting off doing something that we just don't feel we're going to enjoy.
0: Yeah, 100%.
1: Um, The second reason that we procrastinate or we put things off is because we don't plan properly. We don't have a proper plan around when am I going to study, what am I going to focus on today, how long am I going to study for. We don't set ourselves up for success by planning it out properly. And the third key reason is that... um, when we do start actually hitting Mm -hmm. the books um, we don't focus on the right things at the right time or we don't study to match our energy Um, and you know I see that a lot with with students and people who are studying is that you know they might leave something right to the last minute which means they do all-nighters and they don't produce the outcomes they want and they don't get the results that they they want or probably deserve because they're just not focusing properly um they're not working to their energy so they're the three things that I see firstly it's just a hard task it's yuck it's not something that people tend to enjoy secondly they don't plan it properly and thirdly they don't focus at the right times
0: Mm. and I'm so fascinated by the fact that you can help people like find and harness those thirty lost hours in a month. Could you, I guess, talk to us a little bit about how a student could do that?
1: Sure, it, it's pretty simple, actually, Mary. There's there's kind of five steps that you can follow. I've I've got a five step framework, nice. um, called the five smart steps. Um, once you understand how to do it, it's very easy to do yourself. Um, step number one is, and it's it's an acronym, so um, S is for self-aware so step number one is understanding exactly what's getting in your way what are your time pain points it might be that you know you're not organized or you're not very good at calendar management or you've got too much on your plate because you're working three part-time jobs as well as trying to study Um, you might be tired you might be partying all night you know what are the things that are getting in your way in terms of um, actually investing your time And then the second part of self-aware is to work out, well, what would a perfect kind of day look like for me? Where, Where You know, my point A is this place of pain where I've got all these things that are roadblocks. What's my point B? What would make for a really smooth, easy kind of, student life study schedule that where i can do some you know i can work Mm. and earn some money i can see my friends and i can party but i also kind of get to my lectures and i get my work done you know what does that perfect day look like for me because you want your point a and your point b um step number two is to map map out how you're actually currently spending your time because you know you ask people and and they're going to say oh well i'm really busy you know i've got classes and i've got tutes and i've got assignments and i've got work and my family wanna see me and my mum wants to see yeah. me and you know, they'll have a million <laughs> yeah. things that but but until you know in detail exactly where you're spending your time, you can't know what changes you can make. So what I recommend you do is for one or two days you just map do a time audit, map your time from the minute you get up okay to the minute you go to bed and just write it in a notebook and what you're gonna write down is every time you switch task. So you might say, you know, mm-hmm. eight AM get up, um, you know, read get on socials spent 40 minutes down a rabbit hole on social media, had breaky. Yeah. go to my first shoot, um, you know, check my phone, go to my second shoot, catch up with my friends, start dabbling on an assignment, get into my phone for another 45 minutes. Like you want to see exactly yeah. what you're doing every single day and just map it for one or two days and it's going to give you so much data because it's going to show you where your time is actually spent. Um Step number three is take that data from your map and you categorize your time. There's four different time categories. The first is must. So the things what are the things on that timesheet that you must do that only you can do? Well, I must get up, I must eat. Yeah. I must go to the lecture because I need the content or I must hand in the assignment so that I pass my class. The your musts. Then there's wants. Mm. Wants are going to be the nice things that you're doing for yourself, you know, catching up with friends, jogging, exercise, go to the gym sleep-ins brunch massage you know all the nice stuff yeah um the two categories where you're going to find all your time are things that you can delegate and things that you can reject so delegation Mm. falls into you know things like do i have to do this whole assignment myself can i do it with a friend can i do half and they do half or can we you know submit this as a team you know How do I segment or delegate some of the stuff I have to do to free up my time for more of the stuff that I want? You know, on the home front, if you're living um, in a shared house, you know, who's going to do what chores so that you're not left doing everything? You know, so you want to start working out what you can delegate. And then the final category is reject. And this one's going to be a big category for students because there's going to be a lot that you're doing that you just don't need to do mm. um, how much time are you spending on your phones how much time are you you know getting sucked into social media um, how much time are you losing by not focusing on work at the right time if you're doing stuff in the middle of the night um, how much time you know what are your behaviors or habits that are costing you um, that's where you're going to find all your time Step four is reframe and that's where you make a decision in terms of well what what am I going to stop doing? What am I going to what behaviours or habits am I going to give up? And what habits am I going to implement? Because they're better habits that are going to give me back my time. Yes. And then step five is take control where you actually have to implement, you know, it's like deciding you want to be fit mm. and you think, okay, well, I've, you know, I bought the runners and I've bought the outfit. I've joined the gym. Well, you've actually got to go. You've got to go. You've got to turn yeah. <laughs> up. So step five is actually implement, and um, and that's where you you change the habits. And and really with habits, it's just about if you boil it all down, just to the simplest bit of advice I can give is get a really good understanding about of the habits that are serving you, that are good for you, and get a good understanding of the habits that are robbing you of time. And the habits that are robbing you of time, they're the ones that you want to reject or get rid of and you want to do more of or implement more of those habits that are really good for you.
0: Yes, wow, that's awesome. I'm definitely going to be using those. And I guess do those five smart time methods, do they help you um, prevent and alleviate procrastination as well? Yeah, look, once,
1: once you've done that mapping, And you get a sense of after step two, you'll actually understand Mm. where you're spending your time. And what you'll see from those maps is you can map how often you're procrastinating. So you might sort of sit sit down at my desk at 9am with the intention of doing the assignment. And then you'll see at five past nine, you're on on Snapchat. And then, you know, 10 past nine, you're back into the assignment. But 20 past nine, you're checking out YouTube videos. You'll see that. And that's, that's, that's kind of like a red flag, right? That's an alarm bell that I'm procrastinating. So the first thing is to have that data Mm. from your timesheet and know it and say, okay, well, what am I going to do about it? Um, A couple of strategies to help beat procrastination is have a good plan. So, you know, maybe um, on a a Sunday night, sit down and write out a master to-do list, like create a to-do list of everything I've got to do this week. So I've got to go to my lectures, I've got to go to my tutes, but here are the three assignments that are due and one's due on Wednesday, one's due on Thursday and one's due on Friday. So based on that, Mm
0: -hmm. I need
1: to work out, well, how long are each of those assignments likely to take me? And if I think they're all going to take me two hours each, Mm -hmm. then I need to find six hours across the week to make sure that I'm getting those assignments done. So Most of us can work for about 35 to 45 minutes before we get to that point where we're losing focus and we get distracted. So knowing that, you go into your calendar and you you batch in or lock in Mm. batches of time, say 45 minutes where I'm going to just work on this assignment. And I know the assignment's going to take me, say, two hours. So if I put in three 45-minute batches to work on this assignment from, say, 9 to 9 to 45, then I'm going to take a 15-minute break. I'm going to get away from my Mm. computer. I'm going to go smell the roses. I'll make a cup of coffee, go to the toilet, and then I'll come back in and I've got another 45 (laughs) minutes. And I work hard knowing that if I do these sprints, if I sprint for these three batches of 45 minutes, I give myself a 15 minute break in between. And you do it almost like if you were challenging yourself at the gym. I want to run faster. I'm going to you know, run really hard on the treadmill for the next 15 minutes and then I'm going to have a break. Challenge yourself in the same way and then, you know, put Mm. your phone in another room, remove distractions from your, you know, your desktop and just focus and say to yourself, if I can get these three batches of 45 minutes done, that assignment's done and then I've got all afternoon to do everything that I want. Mm. So, you know, there's some of the sort of the simple strategies you can put in play to actually manage your time. Also, you want to work to your energy. You want to know when you're at your best. Um, Most people, and and this will be interesting Mm. for some of your listeners, most people are best in the morning. Okay. So we have our greatest level of energy, um, our enthusiasm, our creativity Mm. is best in the morning. So logically it's better for you guys to batch in time in the morning to do your hard assignments but what tends to happen as students is that you're probably up half the night partying um so you're sleeping and you're really tired so you've got to kind of compensate for that and know that look I'm going to have a big night so um you know I'm not going to set my alarm to get up at 7 to try and my three batches of 45 minutes because that'll kill me because i've only had two hours sleep yeah. so maybe i'll get up at 11 and have a coffee and go for a run and yep. then i'll come back and they're the first things i'm going to do is those three batches of 45 minutes um over time once you kind of you know get through all your party years yeah. and <laughs> And get through, you know, all your study and you join the workforce and you have to be at work at 8 a.m. Over time, you will kind of naturally morph back to be that morning person. But yes. Let's be realistic. You've got to have a life. You've got to have fun. You're yeah. at school or uni. You, you want to also be enjoying yourself. So of course. Um, you, the bottom line is you want to, you want to match your energy yes. to doing your hard work. And so if you've got an assignment or you're studying for an exam, mm. do it when you have your most energy.
0: Yes. And Kate, would you say that uh, techniques like the Pomodoro method, I'm not sure if you've heard of that. It's um, like a 25 minute block and then a five minute yeah. break. Yes. yes. Would you recommend doing something like yeah. that? Yeah. Those sort of techniques?
1: hundred uh, percent. Yeah, absolutely. And and that was, you know, what I was talking about in terms of batching. Yes, um, yes. I think we can work longer than the 25 minutes. 100%, um percent, yeah. I think, you know, around 40, 45 minutes is really good. Mm. Um, And you'll know yourself, your listeners will know, some of them will say, oh, I can go for 30 minutes and then I need a break. Other people will be, I can go a full hour before mm. I lose concentration. So knowing yourself what your tolerance is yeah,
0: your and then
1: set an alarm for that and work against the clock. Um, I'd recommend don't use your phone alarm, don't use your computer alarm or your device alarms because it kind of draws you back into the technology. Yeah. I would just buy a little egg timer, a little winding up tick tick, tick timer, yeah. sit it on your desk. The white noise of the ticking helps focus us. Okay. Um, And then if you're someone who can work for 40 minutes without being distracted, then set it for 40 minutes and challenge yourself to yeah. work against the clock. So... Those sort of techniques are really useful, Mary.
0: Yeah, nice. And Kate, if you're not motivated just at all and there's just zero motivation to do any work whatsoever, what would you say is a good way to kind of hype yourself up and get into doing the work?
1: Think about the first step that's going to be the easiest step to take. And maybe it is a matter of just saying, I'm going to open the book or I'm just going to read chapter one. I'll just read chapter one or I'll just read the first two pages And and just work out what that very first step is. And once we start, often it's a lot easier than we thought it was going to be. And once we start, we've got momentum and then we can say, okay, what's the next step? I'm going to read another chapter.
0: Yes. Like those little, I guess, stepping stones. 100%.
1: Yeah. It's just about getting a sense of momentum, isn't it?
0: Yes. For a student who is in secondary or tertiary Mm -hmm. education, that does you know have a lot on their plate um just I'll just give an example let's just say they're uh, getting home at 6 p.m every night they want to be in bed by 9 p.m and therefore they only have kind of like a couple hours to do their homework what would you say Kate is like the best way to be productive and use those time investment strategies to have a really productive session
1: yeah okay great great question Mary I would um, make sure that you, when you have that to-do list of all oh, mm. this, these are, say, the five things I need to study, then have it, make a realistic assessment in terms of how long do I want to spend on each thing. Mm. So something you might think, well, I just have to read two chapters of this book. It's going to take me 20 minutes. So great. Um, but if something is a bigger task where it's going to take you four hours, well, you can't do it in that one time slot and yeah. you've only got three hours to spend. So... Work out what you actually have to do, what's on your plate, and then put a, a sort of a pretty good time estimate against it. So here are the five things I have to do. The first thing's going to take me 20 minutes. The second thing's going to take me 40 minutes. Okay, well, that's an hour. So I can do both of those. The other things are going to take me three hours each. So I can't do those. So maybe what I do is I just do an hour of each of them or maybe I do half an hour of the first one, half an hour of the second one, and then do the rest tomorrow night. So you want to set yourself up for success by having some good time estimates.
0: So true, yes. And that, um, I guess, balance between study life and social or just that relaxation like you were saying is super, super important. Yes, wow. Yeah it is. Do you I mean, for me, I'm a big advocate for planners. I love a good diary or a good planner. So what do you think about I guess utilising them to manage your time? Yeah. If they're like an effective way to plan out
1: I I love them too. Yes, I love them too. Um I'm a pen and paper girl. Um I've always got a notebook and my pen yeah I buy you know I buy one that feels nice to touch and it looks nice it looks pretty and I love I love lots of different colored pens because I can use different colored pens for different types of work so if I'm working on say strategy I'll use a red pen because I know that it just focuses my mind so you might do the same where you think okay Everything I do with my social life, I'm going to use with a blue pen. Everything that's to do with my work, mm-hmm. part-time job, I'm going to use a green pen. And everything to do with study, I'm going to use a black pen. And it just helps segment them in your mind, but also in the book. Um, but okay. not everyone is pen and paper. You know, use a good organizer online or a good cloud mm-hmm. calendar because you want to have access to it wherever you go. Um, I am a big yes. one for deadlines. Um, there is a um, an economic theory. That you may or may not have heard of mm. called parkinson's law okay and even if you haven't heard that name you're gonna you're gonna know the theory yes parkinson's law is the theory that says a task expands to fill the time made available for it so yeah. that's why we have yeah. to put deadlines in so that's why if you have a calendar or an organizer put your deadlines in so if you've got a month to write the paper it's going to take you a month to write the paper yeah. if you have a week to write the paper it's going to take you a week yes if your lecturer forgets to give you a deadline you're not going to write the paper (laughs) so this is why we really want to use deadlines yes for sure so yeah I love organizers I I love
0: them I love every year you know like going to Kmart or Kiki K or something and selecting out my favorite plan for the year yeah
1: I I 100% (laughs) agree my um my beautiful dad Always gives me a lovely organizer for Christmas every year, so um, it's sort of become a bit of a tradition now. And oh, um, yeah, nice. it's lovely. It I love so it.
0: Good. It's such a good way to start thinking about the next year as well, and you're sort of getting your mind into that mm. headset of yeah, the following year. It's awesome. Nice. Yeah,
1: for sure. And it's beautiful for goal setting as well, just in terms yes. of where do I want to be in five years' time. You know. Exactly. The, all the work I do is around making sure people have those extra 30 hours a month. And it's not to do 30 hours of study um, or extra study. It's 30 hours to plan yes. out what your amazing life is going to look like.
0: Exactly. Yes. And do you like having the planners that are a week to page? So you have Monday to Friday on one side and your Saturday to Sunday bridged out? Or do you sort of just have it all in?
1: No, I on just one side have open-ended yeah, I just, I don't even have days or dates. Okay. I have like the notebooks oh, nice. if you like. Okay. And then I just write the date in at the top. Um, so yes. I don't like being confined for space. Fair so, enough. you know, for the day I might have a sentence or I might have three pages. Yes. And so I don't like being put in into their box. I just like it to be open-ended Fair for enough, me. that's
0: good. That's a good way to do it. Yes, yeah. yes. It's probably a good idea to have it open-ended because you're sort of, you can just, yeah, do as many to-do lists as you You know, want. bottom
1: line, when it comes yeah. to investing your time well, if you've got things that are working for you, don't change them. Mm. You know, if you've got a suite of strategies that are working, keep going, keep going, and and then add new ones to them. That's true. It's, yes. it's about working out what are the habits that are bad and getting rid of those. But if you've got habits that are good that work, then keep doing Such them. Stick sure. with them
0: yes nice could you talk to us a little bit about the work to life integration and particularly for tertiary students I'm so interested in it because it mentioned it on your um, website yeah so I guess
1: I guess this is me kind of being a little bit of a rebel (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know I I have a lot of clients a lot of corporate clients and they talk all about work-life balance Mm. and you know they they have you know these employees on the front of their work-life balance brochures and you know you'll, you'll know that your tertiary students will know this if they're going out and to you know employer fairs and stuff and yes. you know the employers we're an employer of choice and they'll give you a brochure and look at our work-life balance and there'll be a picture of some bloke who's a part-time dad and he's throwing the kids <laughs> in the air and it's, it just drives me insane yeah. the whole idea is yeah. that I have is we can't balance all of those aspects of our life you can't Equally devote time to study, to your family, to your friends, to your hobbies, to your health, to your part time job. There's just no way to balance all of that up. And I think, particularly when you join the workforce, we get to the point where we're kind of killing ourselves to create balance. And um, I just don't think we can do it. And I think it's a bar that's too hard to reach. So I prefer to approach all of that in terms of work-life integration, um, it's all just life. You know, yes. your friends are part of your life, your family's part of your life, studies part of your life, partying, um, hanging out yes. with your mates, your part-time job, exercise. It's just life. And so mm. don't try and balance it. Just integrate it. Where am I? I've got an hour. Where am I going to invest it? Well, maybe my mum wants to hang out with me. I'll invest it in her. And I'm saying that because I've got three kids.
0: Yes, um, yeah.
1: Or, you know, I'm gonna invest it an, an hour in my own exercise or I'm gonna go and sleep. Or, you know, where mm. am I most needed at the moment? You know, you you want to have a well rounded life yes. where you you do the things and have access to the things that you most value, but don't kind of put a time limit or commitment on them and and then feel incredibly guilty that you're not spending equal amounts of time everywhere mm. because it's just not possible
0: yes and last question do you have any other points that you would like to discuss look
1: i i would say that um uh, one last thing to kind of leave you with in from very much from the perspective of studying and and being you know secondary or tertiary and is it's so important just to focus on one thing at a time so when you're studying a lot oh. of people will say well oh kind of do a little bit of English and maths at the same time or I'll I'll cover off, I've got two assignments kind of on the go at the same time because I'll get twice as much done and you're toggling between reports and you're trying to, you know, respond to emails mm. and you're checking your phone. It doesn't work. Multitasking does not work. Um, when we multitask, our productivity goes down by about 40%. So do one thing yeah. at a time, do it well, set the timer, just focus wow. on that topic, timer goes off. Put those books away or close those screens. Move on to your next topic. Um, it will absolutely maximize what you retain. And it's going to maximize your productivity. So one thing at a time, mm.
0: and being really strict with yourself. So sticking to that time. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. A lot of that stuff comes down to mind management. For sure. I'm not going to check my phone for an hour. I'm going to do yes. this study for an hour, and and you know. Be strict with yourself, set some boundaries and try and maintain them.
0: Yes. Wow. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Kate. I think we covered some amazing topics today and we are so honored to have you on the podcast. You shared some amazing insight and knowledge and for all the listeners out there, we're going to link Kate's books and her website and her Instagram that you can go check out in the description below. So definitely go check that out. Um, but yes, thank you so much for joining us today. Really appreciate it.
1: Thanks for your time, Mary. It was really lovely to talk to you.
0: Likewise. Beautiful. Well, I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Be productive, as I will too. You too. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely get lots done now. You Thank too. you so much. My pleasure. Alrighty, that is actually all from us today at All Things Education. If you liked this episode, be sure to let us know and you can find our amazing guest star Kate Christie on Instagram at time stylers, which is no spaces, just time stylers on Instagram and she's got an amazing website as well Timestylers.com, so definitely check that out because Kate has a heap of free resources like PDF downloads, a smart time management booklet for doctors, helpful videos and so much more. And you can check that out at Timestylers.com. I've also mentioned in the show notes her most recent books which are amazing and i would definitely go give them a read those books are called me first and smart time investment for business and yes i mentioned them in the show notes if you want to go explore them a little more So don't forget to subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcasting platform and just remember guys that the advice given on this channel and on our socials is general information only. If you have any specific personal health, well-being or educational issues, reach out to a professional such as your GP, school counselor or a trusted person in your life before making any final decisions. Please do not take this episode as specific personal advice and hopefully you now have a little bit more information about the topic you listened to today and how to properly invest in your time. All right, so thanks again for tuning into the All Things Education podcast. I'm your host, Mary Coleman. And for more tips and tricks about education, check out our Instagram at All Education 21 See you next time.